One look at the other tribes, and one can see the result of breeding with those not born to responsibility. It is not so much a matter of genetics or evolution, but one of class and culture. Coming at you from sweltering Scratching Wolf Studios, it's a time again to rage across the internet. Your very favorite Werewolf the Apocalypse podcast. I'm your host, Porter. To my left, we got the man, Danny Bad Touch Tyson. Hey, everybody. And across from me, we got Tommy Medium Touch Dixon. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> little, little medium. Oh. Yep, little medium. So, um, if you guys weren't in studio one. today, you've missed some stuff. <laughs> oh, boy. Clearly they it's, weren't It's studio. just been hilarity. <laughs> <laughs> we can't talk about fucking any of it. Nope, nope but it was funny. My cheeks hurt. <laughs> Gross. Phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, though? <laughs> oh, well. How are we, we doing today, guys? <laughs> Much better now. <laughs> Much, Much better because Danny hit record. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, there are days when we get waylaid by jackassery. Oh. And there almost. are days when we get waylaid by jackassery. Yeah. <laughs> Today's one of those days. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> we do it for you guys, though. It's true. Be, uh, it would be a, a much more dull show if we didn't, <laughs> if we were up to hijinks half the if time. If we didn't have to censor ourselves. <laughs> oh, man. Imagine how much worse the curse would be. Oh. Well, speaking. Oh, exactly. He, he, he had to. That's it's, true. We gotta well, acknowledge I, curse a little bit. How how many more chances is he gonna get? This is his last one. That's it. Right? This is the fucking finish line. Do you believe in miracles, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> it is time to put a cap on our tribal series. <laughs> well, he took us a fucking 70, year. almost 70 episodes. Right? <laughs> A year and a half has gone by. Yeah, 63, 64, yeah, 64. I don't, I don't even remember what one was the first one. It was like, what, 12? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. <laughs> Thanks for sticking with us, guys. Right. <laughs> I seem to remember some Claude way back when going, well, this takes us into August. <laughs> I didn't say a year, you, though. You didn't. I was about to say, you're, yeah. you're beating it right now. <laughs> Look, at well, Look at that. Speaking of. No. Oh. <laughs> Call back the shit you ain't ever gonna hear, guys. <laughs> no, this is it. This is the this is the final episode of the tribal series. Thank God. Yep. I mean, we're we're gonna do the child children of Gaia redux. Yeah, well, but they're later. all getting redux. Yeah, yeah, they're all That's getting the redux. All getting them later, and and then children of Gaia will just be the first redux. Yep. Yep. You know, I feel comfortable making that promise. Yes. I'm just, I'm in no hurry. Well, they no. deserve to be the first, so. Why not? It took us this long to do the damn silver things. That's the, uh, or it took us this long to do all of it. Well, here's the thing. Actually, we can do Spoiler alert. Little, doing silver things. Little, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, you couldn't tell by that intro. Yeah, come on. Also, what's left? Right. <laughs> just, yeah, process of elimination. Little is keeping score. No, little inside <laughs> baseball on that, you know. Silver Fangs was actually the second tribal we recorded. Yeah. And the thing was, is we recorded, and I think we talked about it a little bit back when, when mm-hmm. we explained why we were going to be, you know, reforming them on it, but that we didn't have the format yet, and we recorded it before Child of Gaia aired. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they were two vastly different shows. Yes. Yep. And we, you know, 
we, we saw the feedback on children, and, and we listened to what we did with Silver Fangs, and we listened to the differences in what the show was, and our approach, and we said, well, we're not airing this. <laughs> and we need to format <laughs> Yeah, we, we need to come up with a format before we air any more tribals. So we can essentially call that the start of yeah, it was the tribal curse. It was the first of the tribal curse. Yeah, that so was. That's when that happened. Can't think about that. Holy crap. <laughs> and that was a long, a long time, time ago. Yeah. And, you know, like... That was like a year ago today, probably. Probably, somewhere right? there. And as it happens, you know, when a episode get, gets cursed, mm-hmm. we don't re-record it. No, it was yeah. a trash can. It, it gets put at the bottom of the list. <laughs> <laughs> so if this fails... It's just at the top of the list. Yeah, right, it's just, we're, <laughs> we're just doing it again. Yep. But I mean, that's why we don't do that, because I mean, we've tried that before, we mm-hmm. lose an episode, and you can't recreate the rhythm no. or the inspiration, and then you spend half the time trying to think about the thing that you said before that was funny or insightful. Right. Uh, I remember, and it's just, it doesn't work. Because it happened on the Bonar episode. Yep. That oh, was, yeah. It was one of the ones that it was, it was an awesome time. It was, we had such good laughs, and that was one of the ones that had some kind of audio issue that we scrapped. I thought the it, file got corrupted. Something so, along those lines. Yeah. And of course, yes, we make the joke, it's the tribal curse, but like these only happened on the tribal episodes, mm-hmm. which is so damn stupid. I was very disappointed in that. I was so mad about that one. But. It was such a good episode. And it was. But then we re-recorded Bonars, and I thought it ended up being a better episode. It might have, you know. It was a while back. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, is it was so long ago. I know I I liked the episode. And and it's unfortunate, because I can't prove that, because that's gone. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That doesn't even exist anymore. It's not like we saved the corrupt file or anything. (laughs) Just in case. Right. (laughs) Just in case it uncorrupts itself somehow. You know, it, it, it... it sees the air of its ways and takes a straight and narrow. Something stupid, yeah. <laughs> you tainted a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I think it worked out. I mean, yes, we, we make that joke, and we have a significant higher number of tribal episodes recorded than we have released. Yeah, I want to say this is probably episode 17 of the tribal <laughs> series. How many tribes are there? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, there were, there were a lot of, you know, a lot of shit ended up Something happened. Right. And, you know, yeah, normally those those just get to the bottom of the list. And then what happened is we, we look at the bottom of the list and we go, well, what order do we want to do these in? Something like that. You know? And it was, yeah, just the list of just the tribals. It was like, well, so Silver Fang, here we are. <laughs> so they got pushed all the, the way The one back. we wanted to do the least. <laughs> the first one that got scrapped, but it still stayed at the bottom of the list. Right. Well, and, you know, that's the other thing, too, is that originally Shadow Lord was the last one. That's true. Mm-hmm. But we decided to just bump that up in the listing because it was the new studio. And it's like, hey, let's do something we want to do. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to give them that kind of spoiler. Huh? Why not? It's, it's over now. It's over. <laughs> Guess what? Can't do anything about exactly. it. Exactly. So... You can't stop us. It already <laughs> happened. Can't stop. We'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, the silver. Well, you know what? We got a little business first. Yes, we do. <laughs> let's, let's, let's hit the business first. Like, fuck, we, we laid ourselves. <laughs> so what kind of business we got? You know, I guess business as usual. <laughs> right. I'm trying to think of if there's anything significant by the time that this airs. Any, any new things in the store? You know what? There might be. There's probably, yeah. I mean, at this point, we're adding stuff almost weekly, if not bi-weekly. Well, I check it weekly, you know, because how it works is, you know, the, the vendors we use, mm-hmm. they, they present new shit on the regular. So, like, every week I'll check to see what's new that they can do mm-hmm. for us, you know? So, like, 
Right, check no. it every week, guys. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Is check it on the regular because right now I don't know because it's going to be you know a couple of weeks in the future when this airs. Right, but at the same time. But everything that we had planned to be out should be out now. Okay. And then it's just going to be fun surprises, like the computer mat that will be up by the time this airs. Oh, cool. I'm probably hitting that one, too. You know, that hooded blanket's out. Oh, that hooded blanket's the shit. <laughs> we had talked about that one, I think it was in the Black Fury episode, and we had to cut it. Yes. <laughs> we had to cut it because the vendor said they weren't ready yet. Oh. Like, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, and that's and right still, when we released the store. Well, and that, that thing comes from China, too, which is awesome, and it's kind of not. Because like it's, so it's going to take a while. Mm-hmm. Just period. You know, some of the stuff we can't help that. Yeah. You know, they obviously don't have like a locker full of rage across the internet shit, just waiting for us <laughs> to show up to them, right? <laughs> that sounds pretty cool, though. So like they got to make it. I want a locker full of RAI stuff. You know what you do? You just go to our store, and that's on our website. Danny, Ooh, it's looking right at you, man. Oh, it was my turn. Fine. Apparently. Yeah, www.rageacrossinternet.com. Boo, boo this man. I've, I've heard. Yeah, boo this man. I've heard. <laughs> Okay. I mean, he's correct. I know he is. And there's the shop link there. But yeah, but yeah, you know, everything is, it's free shipping now, worldwide, mm-hmm. but there are some exceptions. Right. There's the, the hooded blanket, I think, can't The hooded blanket to, cannot go, go to Canada. Canada. Well, that's unfortunate. I know. It's, it's but, triple the price for well, No, that's the thing. Is the it's the cost of making Wow. No joke. It's like a buck fifty, right, to ship in like these four countries. Okay, and like there's a list. All right, it's like this month, you know, X amount for here, X amount here, thirty one dollars to ship to Canada. Holy, that's as much as the blanket almost. I know. So here's the thing. <laughs> so my option was either to increase the price by thirty dollars on the off chance that just for the you know just like the one or two Canadians. Yeah, just for the, the couple Canadians who might want this blanket, or not ship to Canada and not screw everyone over on the price. <laughs> right. <laughs> Decisions, decisions. Right. Sorry. And that's why some of that stuff won't ship to other places. You know, like the, the buttons. Mm-hmm. And I've talked about this in the Discord. It is a great example. It's like, they're like $5 buttons. And I hate charging that much for them, but they cost 3 bucks to ship and a buck fifty to make. <laughs> right. And that's just in the States. Yeah. So like, if that's going to go to Germany, i got to add 10 bucks to that button. I'm not paying, we're not making a $15 button. It's <laughs> a little ridiculous. Yeah. Wow. And I can't change the prices by region. Yeah. You know? So it's like, it's that much for everyone or it's that much for no one? So some stuff stays... A little inside baseball for you guys. Yeah, so that's that's why yeah, some that's things why don't ship where they're shipping. Exactly. Some stuff stays international only, some stuff stays domestic only or United States only. Right, and that's the thing too, is we're always looking for vendors who will be able to carry that stuff and ship overseas. Right. And when that happens, hey, you guys will know about it. But that that's why that is the way it is. I'm trying to be fair to everybody over here. But yeah. No, we're, we're still looking for the dice. Yeah, that's... We're working on it. We have heard you. Yeah. We have heard you. We are working on it. We just got to find the right vendor. The star's got a line on it. And that is probably going to be a pre-order scenario. Yeah, it's our number one requested item. Mm. Everyone who's asking about certain things, it's our number one requested item. And we mean that about the requests. Yes. You know, because, you know, there's that second style of shirt. Mm Mm-hmm. That was a that was a listener request. Yeah, the notebooks were listener requests. And look, we did it. Yeah. So if you've got an idea, shoot it to us. Maybe we can make it happen. Hell, I think the socks was a, a request. I just did that anyway. <laughs> it was still a request. It was it was one of those things. Like some of the stuff, some of the stuff we could make and, and won't. By the way, is ridiculous. <laughs> you can make uh, we can make RAI shoes. Are you kidding? If you want, oh, rage, I've seen. Yeah, yeah. If I you want to reach across the high tops, I could make that happen. But I, across the high that's going to be our number two written in now. Oh, man. I can't imagine 
that quality is any higher than garbage tier. <laughs> hey. I do not believe you're going to get quality footwear. You know what? <laughs> if we get enough I, people I mean, requesting you shouldn't wear them anyway. I'd be putting those things on the shelf. <laughs> if enough people request it, we probably will do it. No, if people want it, I'm fine. But... <laughs> It doesn't hurt us to make it. It's just it's fun to make it. It doesn't cost us to put something up. It's just right. It's just pictures until someone orders it, man. <laughs> but yeah, this that's the store. It's it's going well, and you know I want to thank everyone who's uh, so far who's bought stuff, and I encourage you guys to uh, post that around social media. Show it off. Yeah, show it off. You know, it's it's one thing if we do it. It's another thing entirely if you guys do. It's a great way to support. Big time. You know, it's like if we do it, it's just like hey, I want your money. You know, but we've had we've had people post. Yep. And instantly people are like, oh, hey, that's cool. No one says it's cool when we do it. No, because they know it's us. <laughs> right. Showing off our own shit. No one likes that. How conceited. We just think it's neat. I'm sorry. <laughs> REI straws. If we could do it, man. Yeah, we're I know. It. it might come with the, the set of dice. <laughs> are you in a band? <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, another, another, another big thank you, though, to our patrons. That's what I was getting at. Because if you go to those forums... While you're at the store, you get the forums, you get the link to the Discord, and then on the Discord, 10% discount. First time use. Yep. 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 And, you know, yeah, thank you to our patrons. Yep. You know, you guys keep the wheels turning. It's a huge deal, you know, and you know that because we tell you, like, a lot. <laughs> and then... Like, if you're in the Discord, you hear it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a couple new games on the Discord, too, that started. Yep. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, Melissa's running something. We've Ghost Paws running Ghost something. Paw. Action Penguin is working on a game. Working on a game. Um, Some more games. It's awesome. Yeah. Hey, if you want to run a game, let us know. Plenty of room. You want to join a game? Come on over. Yep. There you go, too. Yeah, it's <laughs> and then while you're there, you get that ten percent off discount code, and you can take on with us and and the crew, the people that are there. Yes. You know, it, it is. Shout out to our Discord family. You guys are so much fun to hang out with, day in, day out. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm super proud of our digital. It's a great reprieve from work sometimes. Right. <laughs> And say that I did. Hey, it's okay. <laughs> Nobody in my work listens to this. <laughs> Danny, on the other hand, yeah. Well, he's a little. He's a celebrity at work. <laughs> there are constant times where I'll I'll have to go pick a part for a project I'm on, and I'll hear my own laugh. That's gotta be weird. It's so weird. Hey, shout out to guys at work. There we go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> He's hearing his own, which means they're not listening through earbuds. Oh no, that's playing through a stereo, right? No, there was uh, it was it was early on, but there was a joke we did where we were all laughing, like all four of us were busting out laughing. Imagine that. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> and I had walked by and heard him, heard us say it from the other guy's speaker, and he started laughing, and then looked to the guy next to him who he's working with. He goes, "Hey, you got to hear this." Rewinds that thirty second button. <laughs> they tell the joke over again, and then now. Like there's like four guys surrounding their one speaker and they're all laughing. It was such a cool feeling, but at the same time, I was like, oh, I hate that voice. <laughs> <laughs> you giving autographs at work yet? No. <laughs> they got to buy some merch that he's going to have to autograph. A couple of them have. Well, hey. A couple of guys have. They want some signatures. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Maybe they'll get a straw. <laughs> <laughs> That actually that does remind me is um, we have a promotion. Oh yeah, that we do have that. Is, it, it's not happening yet. Okay, but it's happening very soon because we have not settled on a thing yet. Okay, but it's a thing we will talk about in the Discord. I don't want to talk about it in the air, but in the Discord, we're saving for Discord people. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what they have to say. So hey, get so on another that reason to get in the Discord. 
Because you can have a hand in what this promotion is going to be. Well, I gotta get on that Discord. I don't know what this is. <laughs> yes, you do. Okay. We we talked about it the other day. You just don't. Um, just, just way to not play into that. Yeah, and that was really bad of me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just saying, you can say it. And I can I can try and figure out how to beat that out. <laughs> we're not beating anything here. I said, beep. oh boy, <laughs> beep. And we're back to one. Oh, okay, man. So <laughs> days without Silver. crude joke. Silver fangs is what we're supposed to be here talking about. Oh, really? That's all I right. thought we were just having fun. Well, we always do. But it's true. It's, uh, it's silver fang time. Who wants to start? <laughs> that sounds like a catchphrase. We'll work it in. All right. All right, well. Like a superhero catchphrase. It's silver fang time. Oh, man, come on. You're making it worse. I could make it worse, but I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you start talking. <laughs> All right, I'll just go with the the star of the tribe real quick. They tell a story of the wolf who saved Gaia from death. Yes, <laughs> yes, they do. It was like okay. All right, I see where this is going already. That wolf was rewarded mm-hmm. renewed life, and the white fur to that wolf is because white is the true color of death. That's correct. And the renewed life comes from the secret of death ever after. Sounds very romantic. (laughs) (laughs) You killed him. (laughs) With renewed life. And choking. (laughs) Which will get you death. See? See? It's It's an endless circle. circle. (laughs) Take that, Mufasa. (laughs) (laughs) Not the best (laughs) bet. Do this. <laughs> Can we? It's gonna be the best or the worst one, depending on how you sit on this. Probably. Now, something I like is I like that we go into the Silver Fangs version of humans. Yes. Who just suck. <laughs> they hate them tell. so much. They hate um, the humans so I, much. I they mean, blame them for everything. I mean, like you know, so, where so the Garuer guy is fangs, and you know, like you know, there's just guys' memory. It, it, it's it's like the humans were guys' little preemie babies. <laughs> Yeah. No fur, no claws, no teeth. Weaver felt so bad for them that they get the super the, the Weaver supercharged their minds to make them clever. So at least they had something. But at the same time, they also believed that humans could not survive on their own, and they all the different changing breeds were tasked with helping the humans survive. Oh, think, I bet they hate that they did that. Think about that. <laughs> think, think of how low on the totem pole you have to be. <laughs> The guy says, "All oh, y'all, they just, they, they can't even. Just, just, can you give them, give them some help? Right. Well, that's the thing. And again, they, 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 are, they, told, they need all the adults. <laughs> all the changing breeds had to help them survive. But they could not keep up with deer. They would forget whatever Bear said whenever Bear would go to his slumber. Well, he said, don't disturb me. <laughs> but everything Bear told them, they would forget. So bears, I, I can't do it. They can't even keep up with deer, so I'm not, I'm not doing it. So Wolf had to step up. Fine, I guess. We'll do it. There's other changing breeds, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Again, those are the only examples they're giving, and this is according to Silver Fangs. What's well, the thing is, the, the Silver Fangs weren't, or the, the Silver Fangs, the, the, the other changing breeds weren't so much a part of that story. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, 
You got to take a step back here. Sure. You know, the premise of the Silver Fang tribe book is that it's Elbrick going back to the old country to learn more about the history and the, you know. Yes. And it, not just the, of the Silver Fangs, but the rest of the nation as well. Sure, but it's the Silver Fang book, so what are we focused on? Right, but it's very, very much focused on them. Right. You know, so that's the overall narrative going through here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, because there was a part on there where he says, well, that doesn't make sense. What about the other changing breeds? It's right here on my notes, point of fact, which is why I said it. Yeah, that doesn't explain the other changing breeds. If only Wolfman is sacrificed to teach humans, how come the other animals have changing races also? The answer? (laughs) It's not their story. Right. I love that. Mm. It's not their story to tell. Wow. I thought this was supposed to be how it happened. (laughs) (laughs) That that might be detailed in another book. but. But I just appreciate the... That's a perfectly good question. The answer's like, that's not their story. <laughs> this is our story. Huh? So, but, you know, to go back to it, it was um, Wolf had to show humans the way of life. But humans are scared of Wolf. So eventually, Wolf starts to gain two legs rather than all four, and they start to walk upright. So now they're becoming more trusted by the humans. Because they walk on two legs, but they're still a quadruped? We, we did explain <laughs> the humans are dumb, right? Yeah. Okay. Stupid. I mean, we covered... <laughs> are we silver fangs or red talons right now? You know? The thing is, though, Weaver was not happy about the wolf being the only one in showing the humans. And they cursed the wolfman to only have wolf form. And Gaia wouldn't reverse that curse. <laughs> so they asked Luna. Which mm-hmm. is a good idea. <laughs> no, it's not. And we, we have established that Aunt Luna, she's just a peach. Luna agreed to reverse the curse if all the human leaders, not all the humans, but all the human leaders, were hunted down and fear installed back into them of wolf. Problem is, one wolf woman failed this test. Everybody else completed the test except one wolf woman. She failed the test. Can you say that again faster? (laughs) One wolf woman failed this test. She could not kill the human she was tasked to kill because she loved him. And instead, you know, Romeo Juliet situation, she killed herself. The dude still died, probably. It doesn't go into more detail. Statistically, statistically, it happened. Because of the one failure, she reversed some of the curse, and the wolfmen could now choose their form, but only one. They could go back and forth between them, but they, they had to start as one. And then in times of need, they could also choose their form of the in-between wolf and man. And that would be for war, obviously your Krinos. Did you, did you say tween wolf? In-between wolf and... You know what? <laughs> but <laughs> since they had to choose, and they could, but they could still go in-between, they were no longer man, and they were no longer wolf. They were Gaur. Well, and, you know, we, we skip ahead here, right, a little bit. Yes, a little bit. Because, you know, Aunt Luna, again. Such a peach. She is. She's the one you want. She's mm. the one you want to go to first <laughs> and only. She is stable and kind and nothing else. You know, she blesses the Garu who would eventually be known as the Silver Fangs. Right. She bestowed upon them the touch of silver. I know this is a quote. Her breath stirred the fur and her moon glow ignited it creating a lamp in the darkness, a fiery beacon for all other Garu. These were the rightful chosen, those who lead. But she whispered to them the conditions of her spell, that they would rule only so long as they were righteous, and even then each of them would rule for no more than seven years, after which they must step down and allow another to rule in their stead. This is extremely important. Right. (laughs) Yeah, because, I mean, I knew about 
the curse and it wasn't till this book that i really got in the in-depth version of when and why and how and yeah this yeah made me laugh <laughs> yeah and so like for years things go on like this right mm-hmm. you have the the things found the rules it's okay and i mean they, they start developing like rights to stretch this out and yeah. little loopholes here and there like okay he can be king now but he has to challenge me for it Right. Yeah. So it's but if like, he loses the challenge, I'm staying king. Yeah. It's like it's crazy. It's not my fault. Yeah. The guy sucks the checkers. Who knew? <laughs> you know, it's exactly it. They push it. They get like an extra year out of it. Yeah. Some of them push just that much. You know, they don't. Yeah. They offer the challenges and all that good stuff. But you know, as things got worse with the worm, mm-hmm. you know, you know, they'd have to travel further out. You know, they had their little little kingdoms. They they had to go further out to to do battle with the worm. And again, this is just Garu. Yeah. This is nation. Yeah. This is not. Just it's not it's not tribes yet. Tribes this yet. is pre Concord. This is pre you know yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just Garu, Silver Fangs, and Garu. They're not even Silver Fangs yet. <laughs> nope, they're, they're just, just the ones. The leaders. Yeah, they're the yeah. leaders with the white fur. Mm-hmm. So they travel further out, and what they, what they're seeing is that they see other Garu in charge. <laughs> it's almost like some of those started forming makeshift packs. Well, you know, you have cases where maybe there's not a, and we're just going to use the term Silver Fang, mm-hmm. you know, there to lead. Or there was, and he died. Yeah, so, so here's chain of command. And, and what they start to realize is that these guys don't have these fucking seven-year rules. These guys don't have to follow an order. They're, they're just, that guy says he's in charge and people are following him. And, and, he, and after seven years, nothing happens. He just gets to keep doing it. Yeah, why does he get to keep doing it and we don't? Why, right. why is that our ban from Luna? So, and, and I'm going to give credit where it's due here. You know, there, there is a situation. There's an Avatar of the Beast of War running amok. <laughs> so it's not like it's just Tuesday. Right. There's a situation. And there was this King Arak Mammoth Bull. He was kicking ass, he's taking names, but it's at the end of his seventh year run. No one's fit to challenge, no one's fit to take his place. Yep. What are we going to do? <laughs> well, he says, fuck it. Yeah, he keeps going. <laughs> yeah. And he ends up having a conversation with Falcon. He says, as you do. And he asks Falcon, hey, if I swear my, like me and my tribe are loyalty to you. And Helios. Well, hold on. Let him get there. Let him get there. Jesus. (laughs) He says, if I swear my tribe to you, can can you let your daddy Helios give us a longer rule? (laughs) Tom's face right now. (laughs) And, and, uh, you know. Falcon is re- this Falcon is replaced by the Falcon, mm-hmm. and Helios gets involved. All two scoops and everything. <laughs> and he's they like, knew you were gonna do that, he's like, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Mm-hmm. I couldn't just get into Luna's business, but you asked me. Yeah, we can make that happen. Mm-hmm. You pledge allegiance now. Yeah, pledge allegiance to the flag. <laughs> you get your longer rule, buddy. Done and done. So he does. Which here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. And you may have heard this before. Mm-hmm. Aunt Luna is crazy. <laughs> Why are you going to piss off Aunt Luna? She's crazy. So shockingly, she's furious at the Silver Fang's betrayal. <laughs> like, so mad, it kind of made a new aspect of Luna. Oh, wow. Like, it didn't, but it kind of did. It's it's spirits, right? We got, we got Super Weaver Luna. It, it's... It's, I would call her Problem Luna. Problem. It's not Aunt Luna anymore. It's Problem it's Luna. It's Problem Luna. <laughs> you know, and she puts the smack down. She says, no more moon bridges. And, like, moon paths. They'll be there. They just ain't going to help you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this is what you get for crossing me. Right? <laughs> She's not done. Well, she was. And see, that's how the Silver Fang Lodge of the Moon came about. And we'll go back to the lodges. Yes. 
it is this is you know they they did this to uh to make amends mm-hmm. to 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 make it up to Luna. Now of course the other half of the tribe thought that Luna should shut up and be grateful, maybe make a couple sandwiches <laughs> and support the Garonui because they're so fucking great. Yep. So those guys made the Lodge of the Sun to Spider. <laughs> <laughs> so now you have the the lodge the whole entire Silver fangs. Right now, there's lashes split down the middle. Which again, we're gonna we're we're gonna we'll add around to in a second. But uh, anyway, that's you know after years of kissing Luna's ass, she finally restores the gifts. Okay, you can have your moon bridges back. <laughs> Fine, moon paths will go somewhere. <laughs> but she didn't forgive him. No, because we're talking about Luna, <laughs> and are you high? <laughs> so instead, she doubles down on the curse. <laughs> she doubles down on the seven year thing. Oh, I piss off a celestial. Stop it. The decree is now anyone who rules past the seven is cursed with insanity, which is where we get our silver fangs being crazy. <laughs> Here's the thing. Now, we, we have talked about, uh, on more than one occasion, headcanon. And people will get an idea in their brains, whether they read a thing from another book or someone with a bad take on something said something, it was the first thing they heard, or whatever. Yeah, or you just read or, it yeah. and misinterpreted it. Or you just... Made up a thing that you liked better. That's fine. But you, you, this the idea of headcanon and remembering that headcanon as if it were the real canon and how that's a problem. Yeah, especially for how long it happens. If you, it happens a lot. Yeah. But I'm, I'm saying, I'm let's guilty. Say you read it 20 years ago. I am guilty of this here. Yes. Because I had always remembered that being a, a well guarded secret among the Silver Fangs is that the Silver Fangs knew they had seven years in charge and then they go nuts. And they're not going to tell the nation that, which is a little selfish, but on uh, the same But they only tell each other. Right, you know, but mm-hmm. they know. So it's a little selfish, but there's also a little bit of um, honor and nobility to that, that they believe so hard that they're the right people to be in charge, that they're willing to risk total fucking insanity to do what they believe is right for the nation. That's noble. That is very noble. Here's the problem with that. The problem with that is that was my headcanon. Only the highest echelons of this tribe know that <laughs> secret. <laughs> Why keep exactly? And that's why all of a sudden it ruins the tribe. It for ruins me. it. You shouldn't keep that a secret. Not to your own people. How irresponsible right. is that? Yeah, because <laughs> that just that's just ruining your tribe from within now. Because then they don't know they're going to go nuts. Exactly. In seven years and you then think, they go nuts. You think if Jacob Morningkill knew he was going to completely fucking bat shit, he might have like hit the brakes at six <laughs> years, eleven months. <laughs> Probably. Hit the brakes. Oh shit, that's almost time. Someone take over. Time to retire. Hey, Albrecht, have a seat, buddy. There you go. And then I'm going to like live my life normal because I'm not going nuts. There I can be a kick-ass advisor. That's no, true. But no one told him. So we say that... <laughs> but you know, he's pretty high on that. He should have known. <laughs> Albrecht didn't. Albrecht but, learns it in this book. That's true. And doesn't believe it. <laughs> That's the but other why is he getting told and Morningkill didn't get told? I need the silver crown. That's fair. Okay. Like, only yeah. the highest of the high. They had to discuss whether or not they were going to tell Albrecht. Wow. Oh, yeah. There's, in the, the story they're telling, it's the guy's telling him a story, and then he goes, okay, I think that's enough for today, and then he leaves, and then someone comes around, <clears throat> he didn't tell you the entire story. Well, what do you mean he didn't tell me? Why wouldn't he tell me the entire thing? And they drop that <laughs> secret. <laughs> Hmm. No, you're wrong. That's not true. Okay. Why, why would you say Find that out in seven years, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see you in seven years. Good thing you turned off that. Crown does whatever I tell you to do thing. <laughs> we'll get there too. But <laughs> And I see why 
Again, I knew about the curse. Right. I knew certain things, and it wasn't until this book where I'm able to read and deep dive into it to realize, holy hell, you're only making things worse. It's it's very, what's the opposite of honorable? <laughs> well, you know, it's the shit that people try to bust the Shadow Lords for, not understanding the Shadow Lords. Either. Wow, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, no, I'm fair, completely. <laughs> Chris, can you imagine? If the Lords knew about that shit. Oh, no, they would take over instantly. They'd have to. They'd have to. That would be the straw that finally broke the back. It would. It would. I was listening to that episode earlier today. That's why I brought it up. (laughs) (laughs) I was talking about them ruling evilly. You remember? (laughs) Yes. Evilly. Yeah, because if anybody knew. Yeah. Other than, again, the top. And again, I could see if they kept it within the tribe. Sure. Just within the lords, at least. Even yeah, the, the kings. I mean, just just make sure they know that they need to step down and pass that information on to their next king. Well, and here's the question: What does rule mean? Does it mean a sept? Does it mean I was a house, or does that it mean question, a pack? Yeah, I was say, they're not clear go, on it. No, they're not. They're can not it go down as far, as far as a pack? Well, it doesn't. They're not clear on it, so, so it's so super it, ambiguous. Then. In my games, it does mean a pack. <laughs> You're technically leading. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, I mean, you're not leading the whole tribe, if, but if you're Reese, technically leading. If Reese Burns Bridges takes control of the Silver Star Pack, the clock starts ticking. Oh, man. That that would make sense, that it would just keep Again, going down. That's, that's his headcanon. Well, that's, we're, we're giving in my table, that's, yeah. I'm not even saying it's headcanon. I'm just right. saying in my games. There's a slight difference. It's fair. And... You know, that's not putting someone down who doesn't do it that way. No, it's just... Again, it's it's super ambiguous. Exactly. It's vague enough that you can play with that interpretation. I just think it's more interesting that way. Sure. You know, of course, my headcanon, mm-hmm. which is where I misremembered a thing as fact, <laughs> was that they just shared it with everyone. Because why tell everybody that they're going to go crazy? That part baffles me the most, is why it's such a guarded secret. You know, I mean, within the tribe, I get it. Because, again, you don't want the Shadow Lords finding that out. Mm-hmm. You don't want the children of Gaia finding <laughs> that out. You can also <laughs> see it on their end and not wanting to tell their tribe because people have loose lips. True. The more people who know a secret, it's the not less... It's a secret Exactly. Anymore. I get that too, yeah, but yeah. there's a point, you know, even a middle ground to where when Jacob Morningkill <laughs> sits down in that oaken throne, someone from the old country comes over and goes, hey, something you got to know. <laughs> it's part of the orientation You can only sit package. there for seven years. Right? <laughs> orientation it's part package. of the orientation <laughs> Yeah. Here's your 401k. Here's your policy on sexual harassment. HR just steps up. You're going crazy in seven years. <laughs> Like how silver fangs have an HR and they just handle a packet. If any tribe's gonna. Yep. You're right. <laughs> you can do that with the silver fangs. Like most likely to have caviar. Oh, yeah. Boom. So it's there. There you go. HR? Definitely. Some If, if there's a tribe with HR, it's the silver fangs. We got anything else on their intro? Well, I mean, guess we got, we kind of... <laughs> You missed the Impergium part, huh? That's where I'm trying to, I'm trying to bring us back <laughs> oh. to the Impergium part. Yeah, we got we were supposed to do that really close to the beginning, but we yeah, didn't. Well. Sorry. Hey, yeah, go, go ahead, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> no, I was. Your favorite's the Impergium. I was leaving on you. I, I, I skipped it. I didn't care. Uh-huh. We knew they took full credit. <laughs> right. Um, War Rage, I, I got a little blurb, which, as you recall, none of the other animals in ancient days would heed Gaius' calls to duty. But for Wolf, the shape-changing progeny of these animals were just as selfish and short-sighted. Off to a good start. <laughs> so far, so good. <laughs> I, I wanted to take this word for word. Oh. 
So this they, is direct from the book. Oh yeah, they, okay. they went about <laughs> what they believed to be their business, scornful of the Garu. In many times and places, they attempted to prevent the Garu from doing their duty to maintain the world in balance. During the Imperium, they even raised claws or wings against us while we called their kinfolk herds. The audacity, right? Oh, jeez. You, 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 you smack-talked my mom, I'm gonna hit you. No, we smack-murdered your mom. And oh. how dare you raise a oh. claw to us? I'm sorry. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? Such effrontery can be forgiven, but not their betrayal of Gaia herself. They chose to spur the natural world and ally with new spirits born from the dreams of humans. That's, uh... It's not all-inclusive. That's what they got to say. We're rich. How how dare they get upset that we killed their kinfolk? How dare they? The audacity. All of them. No, I, I just love the balls of how that's arranged. Now, go back to the Imperium. If I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. I might be... But if I remember. Because I didn't this time. I did before. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Obviously, it was them. Yeah. So, of course, Silverfangs gave the order to make it happen. Absolutely. But if I recall, it's... I mean, they totally ended it. It was Falcon. And told them to end it. Yeah. Like, it was... It was. I think it's the only time that something above them makes the call. <laughs> like, I mean, in all the tribe books, right? It's either, like, we ended it, or eh, we didn't, but someone else did, and it's probably better, right? Something like that, yeah. But but in th- this time, it was... No, our totem... And I think there was that meeting... I think there was a meeting in Pangea about it. Yes, something like that. Which is actually kind of brilliant, <laughs> Why do you say that? Well, we haven't talked about Pangea yet, but we—that's—that's that's coming soon. Coming soon to a theater. Near yeah, because we're going to do the—we're doing all the near realms, right? Mm-hmm. And so, one of the things in Pangea is there are no tribes in Pangea. Okay, you revert your your first gray, and you revert to a time before tribes. You don't remember the name of your tribe in that realm because the tribe doesn't exist in the time of that realm. So there's no tribal lines or bullshit to get in the way. We're all just Garu. Nice. Like, it's kind of a brilliant way to do business. <laughs> a little Because it cuts all the shit. you think they do that more often. <laughs> I mean, right? No, you're absolutely right. If you if you have a place you can go, that re- re- everyone's impartial now. Yeah. That's, that'd be awesome for, you know, meetings and moots and stuff like that. Right? So that is our last one for saying they did. Oh, they totally did. Because, I mean, their totem said so, but that counts. That's a them. You know what that means? <laughs> We gotta, we gotta tally it up. Oh, yeah. we got our tallies. We got our tally. <laughs> I mean, yes, we're gonna do the children a guy redux, but that's we know they took full credit. Yeah, we already have that information, and the redux is in the future. Don't remind right. people. We'll get to it when we want to. So, <laughs> children of Gaia took full credit. When to go did not take credit. One and one. One and one. Stargazers did not take credit. One and two. Okay. Bonars did not take credit. Three. One and th- oof. Red Talons. Did not take credit. One in four, Porter, you're not looking good I, I so said far. like half, didn't I? Yep. Yeah. Shit. The Geta Fenris. Oh, no way. No. <laughs> yep, one in five. The Fianna. Yes. Ooh, we got another yes. Hey, so... The Yuktana. No. Two six. The Black Furies. Like half. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll we'll, take we'll, it. It's a three. Half credit. 2.5, 6.5. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was like half credit. Oh. All right, we'll give it to the you. The Shadow Lords, no. No. <laughs> and, the sil- and the Silver Fangs, yes. Four to seven. <laughs> kind of close. They were pretty close. Is Four. It? Oh. Wait, that math's not correct. Oh, shit. I forgot the uh, the Glasswalkers. Yeah. Yeah. Did they take it? No. No. And I also forgot Striders. Hold on, where's my notes? Yep, Striders. 
Who so four to eight. Absolutely did. In fact, not only did they take credit, mm-hmm. but they, they opened with, yeah, the Chelder guy had tried first and they failed. <laughs> so they threw, the, they, they threw the Coggies under the bus on that one, too. Oh, boy. So we have five to eight. You were close. I was close. Uh, it's about <laughs> half. <laughs> it's about half. I mean, you're, you're, you're one and a half off, but sure. <laughs> but you know where was I coming from? Right. I, I mean, we gave off, that other half point to the Furies, too. So You know, I was coming off memory as we started the series. Yeah, it was true. I Number said, like, half of one. them are going to take credit. Yep. And plus, you were probably mixing the additions, so it could have changed in the additions. <laughs> what? So right. They all have the uh, same information. Who are you talking about? Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to dive through all those books, Danny. No, thanks. <laughs> Coming soon, the Daniel Tyson exclusive one-man show going through <laughs> the first edition tribe books. Oh, God, no one's going to want to listen to that. I'm not going to want to be a part of it. So. <laughs> that's, why that's why it's, it's a one-man show. <laughs> I'll listen. You probably listen now. Oh. Thanks for listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Boom roasted. Boom roasted. <laughs> I don't like to hear myself talk. So... Um, we did talk about. I said we'd come back around to it. Yeah, we're gonna go back. I to mentioned the, the origins, yeah, yeah, of the Sun and Moon lodges. So, Tom, what do you got for us there? So they have the Celestial Lodges, is how they dub them. And each Silver Fang is encouraged to choose one after his firsting, so his first change right. or his rite of passage. I'm assuming. So at the rite of passage, you're you're doing you're encouraged. That. You're not told. I mean, you're encouraged. It's not saying hey, you have to, but you're encouraged. Which is weird to me because we also ha- have houses. Oh, we'll get to we'll those. We'll get to those. But like, can you only be certain houses if you're under the lodge of the sun? Hmm. You can. So you can have several but, members of the lodge of the sun and lodge of the moon in the same camp or sorry house. House camps are a whole another thing. Can you can you do all three? This is this well, is I, the weird part. I, I feel me. like Tom's gonna tell us. <laughs> sure. I mean, not really, but <laughs> oh. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I mean, they're not, there's not they're not specific in the houses that you have to be part of the sun or you have to be part of the moon. Okay, I was curious. I and, didn't I, and I didn't even bother going into clans because Silver Fangs is the lodges and their houses are the most important to them. Right. Clans, obviously, that's just character creation kind of thing. More, and I don't like to dive into that too much. Like clan or camp? Camp. Sorry. Uh, well, it's important because that they, is very they important. have enough special things. Yes, that, that is very important, actually. say, wait, we're the clans. I missed that part. Okay, so now in the lodges, obviously, mm-hmm. they have a uh, a king's court. These are the lodges that are in the seps, obviously, or mm-hmm. under the king's rule of whatever house that is. Uh, for which one? <laughs> one of the 13, well, there's no, seven. For which lodge? Because there's I'm gonna, two lodges. I'm gonna, this is just the overall both lodges. This is how they work. There's okay. a court to them. So uh, okay, I'm trying to follow. <laughs> Think of it as a monarchy. It's okay. a court, so you have your you know ladder essentially. Okay. A king's court from the house consists of advisors from both lodges, so they have both their lodges, and each lodge has three necessary posts. So in the lodges, in their sept, cairn, we're going to call it of that house, their main house. They have the shaman, and this is the guy who leads the lodge. Typically, always a thurge. Then they have a steward. He's the one that sees the shaman's orders are carried out. Typically, always a philodox. And then they have the squire, who maintains the lodge's material and spiritual possessions and the member list. And this is typically your galliards. And now there's there's one from each lodge there. One from each lodge. There's always the three so there's in the, each lodge. Right. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. there's 
there's two shaman. There's there's two squires. There's yeah, two. but one from the sun, one from one the moon. From the moon. Yep. Exactly. Okay. No, I'm just saying, like, so your sun, you have these three, and then the moon, they have those their three. Yeah, so it's like, it's, you know, you're... It's, it's the king's court. You have to have representation from both lodges. Okay. So, yeah, you get I'm it. I'm trying to follow, because I you were going for this part, so I skipped it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm trying to follow myself. So you're, you're with it, though? Getting So, there, like, yes. you know, you get the lodge, and there's, there's the shaman sun Goku, mm-hmm. and then the, the moon Goku. <laughs> Got it, yep. All right, you got to have both Goku. Yep. No, I'm I'm seeing it now. Okay, good. Oh Thank you. <laughs> of note, the king is of neither lodge. He is the balance between them. And they in quote champion of twilight is what they call them. Okay. Because they're the they're the balance between the lodges. So they don't choose a lodge to be under. They're the balance between the two. That's why he has the advisors to talk to from both of them to get both their perspectives. Which makes sense. But if they're encouraged to pick their lodge after the rite of passage, and when they become they're king... They're encouraged. They don't have to. So are you saying... So if you're already born ones? in and you're going to be king, you don't uh, pick a lodge. Okay. Or perhaps you abandon your ties to a lodge and you become king. That was my question. Do they abandon those ties if they are? Well, yeah, if they I can't would. be either one. Yeah. They have to be the neutral. You know, show bias. I don't know. I'm thinking out loud. So now we'll get a little more in-depth on each lodge. Oh, now we're going in-depth. Jesus Christ. I had Christ. to give you the overview of them. Jeez. <laughs> I barely understood that. <laughs> this is going to be interesting for Danny. Yes. There's a lot for you, man. <laughs> I'm trying to say. I don't know. Fuck you. <laughs> so the Lodge of the Sun. The Lodge of the Sun is concerned mainly with events in the material world. For example, history, current affairs, relationships between seps and other tribes, or tracking the enemy's movement. Its methods are order and reason. Obviously, this is the tools of Helios. Order and reason. This lodge is largely dominated by Hamid Garu. <laughs> oh, Porter has or, something. When, when, so so when, when you say that Helios is focused on order and reason, I feel like there's an implication about Aunt Luna in that. Sure. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt that just, there's a little implication there. Just waiting to hear it. <laughs> well, you won't. Because <laughs> it's... It's not, they don't specifically go, she's crazy. <laughs> but you just did, and that's good go. enough for me. It's, yeah, it's, a, it's a subtlety there, I guess. <laughs> uh, so Silver Fang Kings, they have methods of leaderships. Okay. So they have to, so coming from either lodge, each lodge has five methods of leaderships, and you would fall under one of these. And they're, they, they dubbed them, in quotes, leadership aids. So this is kind of <laughs> like how you would how you would lead when you're a leader. So it, is it? More or less suggesting a way to do your... It's just the way that... It's just how you lead. Okay. They put you in this category. Gotcha. Okay. So like how they, you know how a Ragabash would lead. Okay. You would have a category. Gotcha. So the five in the sun, uh, they have the fourth right court. And this values honesty and frank dealings over everything. So just as long as you're a very honorable person, the way you lead, that's the court you would fall under. The conquering court, which values growth through conquest. Which doesn't happen much anymore, because nobody's really fighting for territory. Right. I mean... I stated it in the book. It doesn't happen well, much yeah, anymore. Well, yeah, because they're silver things. Why do we need to fight for our territory we already have? Smack. Well, you know, like... <laughs> I, I mean, hell, I think there's a... I don't even know where it is in there, but he says something along the lines of, why do we need to respect the territory when, or the land when all the land is ours? No, the territory. That was in Charlie yeah. Gaia. <laughs> all right, well, the third one... Because you guys are getting a little way later here. The Steadfast Court, it values tradition rather than anything new. So they would stick to the old ways. Uh, the Righteous Court, which values the king's goals above all else. 
Hmm. So whatever his goals are, that's 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 how you're leading. And then the ideal court values an idea or a philosophy or a creed. So you okay. have your your the way you want to do it. That's the way you're doing it. So now we'll switch over Lodge of the Moon. The Lodge of the Moon is concerned mainly with spiritual and mystical affairs and the emotional tenor of its kingdom. The morale of its king's subjects also. They uh, ensure relations with spirits are well maintained and ever seeks to renew Luna's favor. So if you're in wow. the Lodge of the Moon, you're trying to amend with yeah. Luna. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. why they were created, yeah. right? Right. I was going to say, they're, they're there to try and kiss her ass and... Make and they state insight and intuition, the tools of Luna. Oh, okay. Yeah. We need to uh, uh, we need to make her feel better. It's probably a better way to put that, I guess, <laughs> if you're trying to get on her good side. <laughs> I was just going to say, Not make her Luna. feel better. <laughs> yeah. All the stupid shit we've done, we need to appease her. Right. Well, I mean, you should. This is the house dedicated to uncrazy in that. Mm. No, maybe not. So, mm. obviously, this is largely, this uh, lodge is attracted by all the lupus silver fangs. Which makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. The spiritual aspects. You know, and obviously it's never going to be 100% of one, but so you're seeing typically Lodge of the Sun or Hamids, and typically Lodge of the Moon or Lupus. Well, not typically. I mean, they're still Hamid in Lodge of the Moon. But you're, you're greater but I'm, percent. I'm, I'm not even saying that, because there's, your greater is Hamid Garu anyway. There's not, okay. there's not as many Lupus-born Garu as there is Hamid-born Garu. But I'm saying most of the lupus-born silver fangs mm-hmm. will sway to the Lodge of the Moon. Okay. So now the moon styles of leadership. <laughs> First one's called the Primal Court. And it values all the ancient ways of leading, like the wolf. Going mm-hmm. way back to the just when you're a wolf. The Empty Court values pure intuition over standards and tra- traditions. The Subtle Court values the king's traits over their divine right to govern. So just like their natural traits, not just, I was born to do this. Mm-hmm. The, and the, I believe the subtle court is what Albrecht falls under. That's what they were stating in the book, that he falls under that court. Okay. See, that's good to know. I mean, it's it sucks because I can't use that information in game, but... <laughs> well, well, in our game, right. Albrecht's not even king yet. Yeah, right, it's still oh, morning. Good kill. point, yeah. The Charmed Court values the brood of spirits who act as the advisors to the king. So this is the only time when a king is actually using spirit brood to advise on what he's doing. Which is interesting because of how, um, I mean, it's a court of the moon too, but how, how they feel about their totem and the <laughs> level of reverence that, I mean, people, the tribes love their totem. Yeah, obviously. of course. You know, you, know, you, don't, you don't find a get a fetish who goes, ah, I'm kind of lukewarm on that guy. <laughs> it's either uh, likes him or he doesn't. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not. You know, it didn't work that way. But they're revered. And but, I know what you're going. Yeah, but the Silver Fangs and Falcon. They. That's very. I much, mean, they betrayed Luna for this. And, you know, <laughs> I was going to say. I think out of all the revered ones, that this is probably up there in the highest because of the betrayal of Luna. It. You can make the argument. And we got one last one. The Changing Court values the whim of the ruler more so than the Empty Court does. Like just. What that ruler's doing is God. Oh, okay. Yep. Best practice by a Ragabash king, though, because they, I, they question so much. I yeah, I get understand that. that. Yeah. That makes sense. Can be misused by a madman, and you can guess, Morning Kill was under this one. <laughs> yeah, uh, how about that? Sounds, sounds about right. Was Morning Kill a Ragabash? I, I think Morning Kill was an Ahra. Okay. Uh, don't quote me on that. I'm yeah, don't sure. quote me on that, because, like, look, the most important thing he did in the canon mm-hmm. was get murdered. <laughs> 
Good job. Good job, Morning Kill. But seriously, I mean, his death facilitated Elbrick's rise to power. True. So the most relevant thing he did in the canon was get murdered. That was his big contribution. So in all reality, it doesn't matter. Kind of doesn't. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I, I think he was an outrun. So I'm thinking for this to make more sense, we got to move on to houses. Okay. So the next step down, then? Essentially, yes. Okay. But these you have to choose. <laughs> when do you choose them? Well, I think you're kind of born into them. <laughs> okay. Well, again, you look at uh, Elbrick mm-hmm. and Morning Kill. They're from House Wimpho. Yep. The biggest house. But we'll get to that. So originally, there was 13 houses. But right now, only seven remain. The reason for 13 goes back to the original 13 wolves of the Pure Tundra. Or the Pale. I don't know why I said Pure. The core alphas of the Silver Fangs is what they call that. Uh-huh. The original 13. It's the core alphas of the Silver Fang. <laughs> they then quotes, and that's a direct quote, core alphas from the book. That's kind of funny. So every Silver Fang traces their lineage back to one of these 13. They're really big on their lineage, not their heritage, their lineage. Oh, yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. It's rare to be able to do so now, because how far along we are, it gets kind of rare to trace it all the way back and how much muddying has been happening. Yeah. But, uh... (laughs) And also due to that, there's only seven remaining, so it's kind of... It's getting even harder. And I put this little tidbit. Houses are a lot like little mini-monarchs. Little mini monarchies. So, you know, you got your king. So, let's... And each house has a king, too? Each house has a king. Okay. Yep. Or queen. Or queen, which I'm getting to. So, each each house has either a king or queen. So, under them are lords and ladies, which are ones who rule over other seps within the house territory. Or these could also be heroes of prominent packs or heirs to the throne. And now, under them, it's just like a ladder, keep going down. Under them are stewards who are in charge of coordinating PAC tasks. Of course, PACs have their own leader, who may also get a title of some sort. <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking back to what you said, how ambiguous it is about ruling. Mm-hmm. How many of these people, if we're going with that, you know, they are ruling something, how many fucking silver fangs are actually going absolutely insane? Yeah, well, exactly. It's, it's, and you look at that ladder and how much it travels, it could be a lot. And it's kind of my point of bringing that up here. And it's not, yeah, and it's not stated in the book at, at, at what specific yeah. leader well, it is. And, and I kind of appreciate that because at that point now, it's given you license to go. How bad do you want it to be? Mm-hmm. How 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 rotten is this fish? <laughs> we have the lodges, and there's a king there, and then you drop down to the. Well, there's not uh, a king at the lodge. There's the king, the guy that runs the lodge. Right, and he He's is, not the king. The king of the sept or of that territory, like the it could be the late the the lord or the lady of that territory, of that sept that has that lodge there. Yeah, but these lodges are normally only under the, the king or queen of the house, is where the lodges are going to be at their sept. I'm sure they're not having extra sub-lodges in the smaller with, sept with in the, the territory. I'm just the monarchy here, and you're going step down, and then each house has a king or queen. Each one of those could be constantly going insane. Oh, yeah. But I was just making sure you were clear. That yeah, yeah, I mean... I, might have said it a little backwards, but that's because I'm still sure trying said to. That the celestial. I'm not taking notes as you're not... saying this. I'm oh, trying no. to follow it in my head. Well, it's it's hard because it's a really big ladder. <laughs> <laughs> so I said it's like a monarchy. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> so now I, I I dip into each house a little bit, just a, just a little scratch the surface of them. So you just, got just the tip, just the tip, <laughs> just for you. Thanks. The you first one, uh, House Wormfo, known for its mavericks. Bold and individualistic kings, they don't rely on tradition so much as on their own instinct and wits. 
With yeah, and with uh, Albert and Morningkill, it kind of makes sense. Well, if I remember correctly, they um, are probably the most famous for their work in America. Right. You know, most of these guys, it's all house. Wormfo is mainly America. yeah, and it's the largest house, or it has the most yes. members. Okay, it's it's. I mean, it's hard not to argue. It has the most members due to we'll get to it. It's the Shadow Curtain, uh-huh. which leads into Clan Crescent Moon. They cling to the ancient traditions. Their original king went mad and dissolved the Lodge of the Sun. See, it did go then. So each house king can go mad. So there you go. Um, the clan was ever-present during the Shadow Curtain, as in most of the rest of these clans they all were, but this one they stated they were most ever-present because they had the Queen Tomorrow. Ah. And she's trying to change this clan around, or this house around, and they're tr- she's trying really hard to right all the wrongs that were done. She does, she does good work. She does. Oh, she's a good one. That's cool. Next one is the Gleaming Eye. This house is mainly trying to root out all of the tribe's worm taint from within. It's it's basically the facilitating house. It goes around and just does the checks and balances. <laughs> Make sure you're doing things right. And they're also trying to root out who is falling to the moon curse. They're tr- <laughs> it, it, you can see they're trying. But I but yeah. yeah, stop withholding the information. Right. Yeah. That right. would that would just fix it. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's if they knew about it. I mean, it's like if your bathtub overflowed, like your your bathroom was overflowed. <laughs> and so you're like scooping up and putting it into the bathtub. But, like, your bathroom's flooding because the bathtub is on. Just turn off the water. <laughs> but you're scooping it and trying to put it yeah, back like in you're, the you're, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're trying to scoop the scoop this water out, but the, the water's float. Just turn off the water. Well. <laughs> Maybe they're also mad. <laughs> uh, next, the austere howl. A-U-S-T-E-R-E. Austere. Sure. Austere. We'll go with that. English. Uh, widely believed to have fallen to worm taint. From kin involved in worm cults hidden within British noble families, so they're 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 on a path to badness. And they are still around, though. Some okay, but they're they. Is they're, this the one that's slowly dying out? It's basically slowly turning worm because ah, of their kin sweet. practicing in worm cult stuff. Good job, Uncle Al. <laughs> Uncle Al. <laughs> we get a lot of aunts and uncles going on. Next, the unbreakable hearth. This is an American-based house. Little is known. But their job is to facilitate between other tribes. I mean, he didn't when he was telling Elbrick, he's like, I don't know much about this tribe due to the curtain. Mm-hmm. But they're they're American tribe. The Blood Red Crest has failed to birth a new cub in five years. Shit. So they are, they are, yeah, they are losing cairns due to this, obviously, because their numbers are not growing. They're only going down. So they're, they're largely falling back to their main, their, their, their main stronghold ones and trying to keep those that they believe it's something about a curse. They're like the, the head king's. First, I'm not making more. Uh, next would be, or next and last, the seventh, Wiseheart. I put in quotes, this is my own headcanon, think of Tina. Okay. Uh, they're very wise, but are beginning to hide their knowledge from the tribe. It is also said that their king knows the secret of death and the secret of kingship. Hmm. Which he's not supposed to. <laughs> Especially the secret of death. Some some know, right. some don't, some pretend not to know. Well, that's why I said think of Tina, this one, because they're trying to hide. They, they are like the keepers of secrets for the tribe. They're the keepers of the knowledge, mm-hmm. and they're supposed to obviously give it out, but they're starting to withhold it all. And they're and soon, and it said in the book, soon the, the gleaming eye house is going to be knocking on their door, going, uh, "You're not doing things right." <laughs> and I have a, just the mentioning of the last thirteen, or the last to round out the thirteen. Yeah, the last houses that no longer exist is the Conquering Claw. Well, it's it's funny you bring them up. <laughs> 
You got something. You got something. Yeah. No, it, it was, um, well, I was talking to Grant today. Okay. You know, our buddy Grant from uh, our Discord and Weaponized Inc. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See how I did that in that order there? Yeah, nice. Of course. So, buddy Grant. Uh, but yeah, we were talking today. Tancred Clock came up because it's, it's just, it really kind of points to the Silver Fangs as a tribe. You know, they, they were so entrenched on remaining in ancient Rome. This is when they died out, is that they ended up letting themselves be wiped out by vampires purpose they just they weren't they didn't want to give up their yeah they, they they were so staunch in refusing to give up the ground they, they, they died on that hill they, yep. yeah they died they chose to die on that hill and it's one of those times in history where where leech beat garu just period that's unfortunate right uh next is and, the oh you're gonna keep going no i mean you know i was just gonna say that they were the only house that thrived in ancient rome well yeah and you know so there you go only for so long right <laughs> Next would be the, the Ice Pack, and I, I didn't really go into any kind of descriptions on these. I'm just giving you the names. Sure. That's fine, because they don't exist anymore, and they're not important. Right, because you can't, you can't, well, they're important, <laughs> oh, but they you, used to be. you can't play them, so it's kind of... They eh. used to be important. Unless you, you revive them, them. somehow. But no, go on, Tom. Next would be the Winter <laughs> Snow, which, you know, Ice Pack, Winter Snow, eh. uh, the Golden Sky, the Unknown, and the Unnamed, the Unnamed due to they fell to the war. Okay. To the unknown because they just forgot. I didn't read at all. I just wrote down their you name. Just, I, yeah, you just that one I, I just had to. The unknown. I I did save that one. I had a little bit on that one. That Ooh, was um, all right. Of course, the original name was like wiped from all records, mm-hmm. and it was mainly because there was out of shame, shame and guilt. Oh, they did something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a. Uh, so they're not on the record anymore because they did something wrong. They used the wrong fork. And no, actually, it was a complete I would hope wiping out of one of the changing breeds. Well, it wasn't specifically a changing breed. It was uh, some claim that sh- the sheer cruelty in hunting other shape changers so offended Gaia that she removed them from the world, tearing varied name from history and record. That's a little awesome. A little bit. <laughs> like, what is? I want to take that literally. <laughs> she just just poofed you gone. Just like a giant earth hand comes up and, and just snaps the fingers, just drags them to hell or whatever. Oh, even better. <laughs> oh I was I was thinking the Thanos snap, but mm-hmm. hey, I was watching too much Marvel. Yeah, we're not we're not we don't truck with that. <laughs> no. Too many people know what that is. It's no fun. Good point. <laughs> That's all we got for houses. Well, I mean, it's a lot. There's it a lot of yeah, moving a, parts. A lot of moving parts, and then obviously it goes down to clans too. Camps. Right. Camps. Camps. Good God. Which has the stuff on the camps. I don't know if you did, and we can just name I, I them. I didn't, just because it's just you're sub doing sub more, sub more, sub more, and it's just. And then that's the question I had to so if, if we have camps, can they be part of a camp and not be part of a certain lodge or not be part of a certain house? You don't have to choose a lodge. I, I get but that, you, but you are you born into a house. But can you only be certain camps? Well, yeah, you can only be one camp. Yeah, well, obviously you can only be one camp, but like, can certain houses or certain lodges or both not just, be just stop certain with the lodge. camps? Just stop with the lodge. <laughs> remove them from play. Okay, remove lodge from play. Just think house. Can certain houses only be part of certain camps? Certain houses can have, I mean, I'm assuming... Because it's not stated in the book. That's that's the question I had. I mean, you can, you there can is have, no specifics. There's here. no specific camp to a house. It's just a thought. Yeah, no, it's not. I mean, I didn't read goes. camps. It you could. can camp wherever you want. You're the one that read camps. So if it specifically states it in the camp <laughs> that it goes I to that only, house, I only looked up the names of the camps. Oh, here. Well, then we can't. <laughs> don't take anything we're saying right now literally, guys. Then because we didn't read the camps, so that could be true. <laughs> 
I mean, I but in I the know house section, are. it didn't state that. Okay. I don't like how the guy who did the research on the camps is the one asking the question about the camps. Well, because he was supposed to have it. <laughs> said I was doing we the, had the houses, houses in the celestial. How dare you not go any farther? Because camps. <laughs> when have we gone through camps? Uh, again, it was just a quick sentence of each one. But for camps, <laughs> the royalists, which are kind of like traditionalists, you know, so that's all they do. It's tradition, the old ways. I could see what house they'd fall under. Yeah. That's kind of why I had that question. <laughs> well, then it's safe to assume that that's going to stick to that one. All right. Renewalists, which are more of adapting to like the new ideas and have to adapt to coming times here. That could fall under a few houses. The Ivory Priesthood, which are kind of like researchers. Uh, researchers of secrets of life and death. Oh, I know what one that's going under. <laughs> the Grey Raptors. Taking action against and punishing any who defy the entire Silver Fang name. Kinda, it's like but the, put uh, them in the Wormfoe one, and that's just a badass guy. It kind of reminded be. me of the Judges of Doom, of the Shadow Lords, but just the Silver Fang edition of it. It'd be a lot busier. <laughs> 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 and then the Masters of the Seal, stealing the secrets of the other tribes to use against them. Ooh. And comparing people to a kiss from a rose on the grave. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> I'm mad he didn't do it. <laughs> to be fair, he should have. He should have. Fuck you. <laughs> How dare you use Kiss from a Grave on two different episodes? It worked out. <laughs> I will do that every time Seal comes up. So, uh, what's that leave us with? Oh, totem. Totem. Yeah, we got totems. That is um Falcon. Done. <laughs> He's Aggressively, no. This is um, tribal totem. We're, yeah, we're we're gonna spread this around. I did the research on it. We're gonna spread this around because there's a lot of shit with peanut butter and cheese. Mm. Like something, man. <laughs> Here, you can have. <laughs> oh, this. I get this one. You All can right, have that one. Just three separate pages, just out of the fucking <laughs> tribe book. This is the, just out of the tribe book. This is out of the. Tribe you didn't book. even go into Axis Monday. Oh, yeah, I no, did. Yes, that's his wristband. Goodness. Guys, we're going to be here a while. And we're no, not fucking just, around. No, just pick the one that interests you, I guess. Well, I'm going to go by name then. Okay, whatever. <laughs> well, in the, so I guess to do that, you know, so we're just going to do the quick overview. Because, yeah. come on. Here it is. It's all birds. <laughs> Shocking. It's all birds. Birds. It's, it's birds. birdemic. <laughs> that's that's the show. Good night. It's, it's all birds. <laughs> There's no birds. But you can explain Falcon a little? What's that? Explain Falcon a little? Or are you just going straight to the brood? I was just going straight to the brood. Oh, all right. You can do Falcon. I didn't know if there was... Specific for Falcon to lay him out. Kinda? I mean, I guess it's. I mean, we've done that in every other episode. No, you're right. You're right. I just, I'll be honest, when I was doing the research, I got a little mind flooded at the sheer number of totems in that book. Yeah, holy crap. <laughs> it's it's a lot. I mean, I'm judging by how many sheets you have sitting there. There is a yeah, lot. Yeah, there, there are three pages of notes just on the totems in the book. Uh huh. Which. So Falcon has quite a brood. Yeah. He didn't even screw around. And, and I thought Rat was a little, you know, because Rat had so many different kinds of Rat. Mother Rat, Grandmother Rat, Father Rat. Yeah, but at the same time, Rat didn't have, like, And then Rat different... kept, you know, Rat, Rat likes to take others that are... And I was going to say, they, he takes other parts of other brutes. Right, so it's, I, I thought that was a lot, but mm, this, is, this is a lot. Yeah, really is. And see, that's the thing, is the problem with that is they spent so much time talking about all the other totems that are in Falcon's brood. They didn't, really they didn't, really they didn't spend a lot of time on Falcon. Okay. You know, they talk about how he's got this great pedigree and how he's all beloved by the Silver Fangs, but they don't really 
focus on him too much. Which is shocking, considering they adore him so much. Yeah. Well, I mean, know. they did have a little bit, a little thing on there. I mean, it's not a whole lot. No, but they like they use the different moon phases and to to revere him and to honor him. Wouldn't like it be the different phases. Well, no, because it was. Well, he is a he is a Helios uh, line totem. True, but they use like the auspices to to honor him, and they use different parts of Falcon. Well, sure, but it, I mean that we're we're talking about Falcon as a I guess as a character, for lack of a better mm-hmm. term. You know, like we always talk about, and again, because I, I went over some some of those old ones uh, earlier today. Right. You know, like how we talked about how Octana is. Just Mean and murdery. Very. <laughs> I just I, I wrote it down and there was you know like they said they used the auspices to honor and and the ragabesh the falcon's eyes the thurge the, the falcon's ears the philodox falcon's wings galliards falcon's beak and the arounds the falcon's talent yeah so I just thought that was cool and yeah they didn't give a whole lot of information as you know, the totem himself but right because that's about that can be a good you know substitute it works sure you know um, that said. Kind of sucks. They don't really give him much. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. You know, it's like I, I think uh, if you're going to play Falcon, I, I would probably go. I mean, obviously you want to do the regal thing, mm-hmm. but maybe vaguely aloof. You know, Falcon is hot shit in a champagne glass, <laughs> and he's aware of it, <laughs> and also regal. <laughs> you know, the deadly combination. Like hot shit in a champagne glass. I like that. I do. That's one way to put it, and I can totally see it. I, I think that's how it would be done. You know, uh, you know, you make sure you throw those rose petals down. Make sure you avert your eyes. <laughs> you know, kneel before me. Like it already better be done. Yeah. <laughs> so who do you think you're talking to? So that's you know, that's the thing. I mean, that's about what I've got on Falcon because you know, hey, well, let's move on to the brood. Then. Yeah, let's go on to the brood. Sure. All right. You've got uh, you know, Osprey. Skilled and wise hunter. He has a lot of respect among water elementals, fish spirits. You know, you've got Marlin, or Marlin, sorry. Marlin. <laughs> Marlin, that's, that's wrong. I'm thinking, I saw the fish spirits. I started thinking about other things. <laughs> I just find it hilarious. They're all birds. It's all birds. And I think it's funny that a fish spirit is like some, I mean, that's his food. Well, you know, <laughs> it's, it's an honor to be eaten by such royalty. Oh, all right then. Look what you did there. Yeah. You know, the issue thing about is it's, it's the most dangerous of birds. It appears many, you know, different uh, appears many different ways among falcons brood. To the Fianna, a totem of wisdom. Hmm. So that hadn't probably came up before. But to the Silver Fangs, uh, he, he uses the guise of the totem of respect and gotcha. uh, is the totem of House Blood Red Crest. Oh, hmm. which is maybe part of why there are so many fucking totems here. That they, makes a lot of they sense. They tend to be alive. Each house is going to take a little brood totem. Yep, like Osprey, uh, many of the uh, Osterhell packs, including Queen Mary's own pack, still on our Osprey. Huh. We've also got uh, Buzzard. I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, we got all these, like, majestic, you know, like like still fancy bird. asshole birds. And you get Buzzard. And you get Buzzard. Still <laughs> like a bird. Canary. <laughs> <laughs> the most beloved of Falcon's brood has been the totem of House uh, Crescent Moon for its entire history. <laughs> I got one. It's Hawk. I like Hawk. Hawk is the most cunning of Falcon's brood. He is small, fast-moving, clever, and likes to trick his prey into exposing their backs so that he can use his talons to rake in his beak to hold his prey fast. He teaches his children to confuse and distract their foes so that they may easily defeat them. Hawk is the totem of House Gleaming Eye. And I like that. House Gleaming Eye, and they take his name from the glint of his eye as he fools another enemy. Oh, that's clever. I like that. That that it's clever. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen those nature documentaries? Oh, yeah. uh, Watching a hawk. Hawks are nuts. Oh, hawks are cool. Hunt. Holy crap. I like this other one, too, though. The Peregrine Falcon. 
mm-hmm. uh, was once among the most common of Falcon's brews. Silver Fang Packs all over the world served her and House Weisheart was proud to have her as its totem. However, she no longer flies high. Oh, okay. She no longer flies high. That looked like it said flesh. <laughs> <laughs> but she doesn't fly flesh either. No. So she no longer flies high over the world as she once did. Her earthly counterparts are dying, poisoned by a buildup of pesticides in the food chain, and her house is in sharp decline. A sighting of a peregrine falcon or news of a pack being chosen by her are both causes for celebration. Oh. Yeah. How about You gave me the good sheet again. (laughs) I guess so. Uh, There there are more. They're a secret, I guess. We'll go to Axis Monday. Uh Um, You've got the Talons of Horus, which is... Horus? Is, well, no, because then they'd, they'd like get halfway to somewhere and then just take a break. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't resist. No, it was good. I'm glad you did that. Uh, the, the Talons of Horus are, um, it's, it's birdemic. It's birdemic. birdemic. It's, it's birdemic. It's a mighty storm composed of every falcon that has ever lived. Really? Caracas, eagles, griffalcons, hawks. Hobbies, kestrels, kites, peregrines, vultures, and many species now extinct. None can count the exact number, and they, like, fluctuate and transform into other versions of them. What the hell? So this is the, the bird of all birds. This is, it's all, it's the birds. It's birds. the birds. The birds. Just call it the birds of prey. Bird, birdemic. The birdemic, see, yeah. See, that's that, what I'm saying. No, I like that. That's birdemic. It's birdemic. <laughs> um, the great flock. Because they're all birds. It's all birds. It's the birds. birds. Like this static blue haze envelopes them, and thunder crashes through the largest of the flocks. They spawn natural storms and electricity elementals in, in its wake. And crogaflings often pursue the great flock, so you get they get groupies, <laughs> <laughs> and they just they show up and will just ruin something's day. When you have lightning elementals coming with you, but like they show up when they're needed, hmm. which is up to them, and and it's not worthy <laughs> that they um they tend to end up in the deep umbra and just show up when quote it's time, but that hasn't happened since 1945. Oh, so they haven't really thought it's been time yet. Like, oh, they're they're doing fine without the, us. The need the need for birds has <laughs> not been high enough. <laughs> no birdemic. There's no birds. <laughs> Why is everything Falcon's Brood is just awesome? Is it? It's just birds. Uh, uh, it birds? All their descriptions are pretty sweet. That's fair. <laughs> and you have the Children of Karnak. See it? Okay. Which uh, has nothing to do with Johnny Carson. Bummer. I was hoping. I saw. I was really hoping. I, I saw. <laughs> that glint in his eye. Right? <laughs> Disappointed. I don't like him anymore. The INA, the RNA, and an IPA. <laughs> okay. The children of Karnak, they're, they're, they're the beautiful, golden-brown-skinned people. In the umber, they wear the golden-white uh, robes and, like, leather-studded armor. But <laughs> they they also have these forms that are they're these gorgeous falcons or, or golden rows, which I'm assuming is a type of... Uh, I don't know a lot about birds. <laughs> <laughs> the children of Karnak are, are, quote, magnificent in any form. Their plumage is usually a magnificent gold mixed with fiery orange. They have the a rock form. Okay, that's a typo. They're almost too beautiful to look directly at. Here's the thing about these guys. Oh, there's more. They, they, they were really close with Helios. They, they were like Helios's guys Friday. But then they got too close to the sun. Wah-wah. <laughs> no, then they got too close to a mage. Oh. Oh. Yeah. You said they're all close to the sun. They're in the sky, Tom. Birds fly. <laughs> Except you, penguins. The sun's a bit further you than that. Son of a bitch. 
Except penguins. Is penguin done this brood? I, I, I wish now I can make it up. <laughs> they were enslaved by, by mages at one point uh, and broke free. You know, they were supposed to be guarding sacred temples and places for Helios, and then this happened. <laughs> and now they don't want to. Well, and now they have this, they've adopted this strong uh, martial tradition. They hunt, they actively hunt down agents of the worm. Oh, because, cool. you know, shit went south and Helios is no longer so prominent in the world. They blame that for happening. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, and then well, finally, we get, cool. <laughs> yeah, finally we get the firebirds, which can show up like a normal bird. It says normal bird. Like, oh. Okay, sure. Could, could the one. Phoenix or something? I was like, going to say Trans But, but then that's, that's the thing, is then they can turn into, you know, just exactly what you're thinking of. You know, Firebird is a cousin to Phoenix. Okay. And Firebirds, you know, born from the eyes of Helios, they were advisors and uh, companions of the Garu of past, heroes of past millennia. They figured into the final years of the Imperium. They, they played some part in the formation of the Concord and the Litany. Interesting. Um, they're guardians of humanity as well as Gaia. Both sides of the field they're playing on. Right. I mean, it's kind of cool. Also, Uh not only are they associated with the Weaver, they're keepers of Falcon's lore that stretches, you know, would be, it would stretches over millennia. I mean, the lore is sorted in great patterns of colored light. (laughs) So there's a Weaver connection here, too. The Firebirds uh, return everything they learn to the light web as a thread of glowing solar ephemera. And each color of the web indicates a different flavor of knowledge. So there's this web that's this big repository of all the Firebirds' knowledge accumulated, like, forever. It's this fucking database in the Umbra. (laughs) That's crazy. And arguably the largest one there is. But the um, Light Web is an architect, you know, of Helios' honor and um, rationality aspects. So it's considered a a construct of the same Weaver Hmm. to those who know it. So it's not considered corrupt. Wow, that's neat. (laughs) Damn. Like, it's, it's you know, it's it's a weird-ass concept. Uh-huh. And probably the last thing you'd pull out of Firebird. I want to point that out. <laughs> vroom, vroom. I, I, I know, when I think Firebird, I think colored web in the sky. <laughs> that's, that's my go-to. Uh, I don't believe you. Well, you are full of lies and shame. <laughs> <laughs> well, Danny thought of a car, so. That's true. Hey. He also refused to read the last three totems. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Still, to stick with our late edition format we started doing, yeah. how would you play one? Or yeah, who do you that's think... That's next. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's either how would you play one or who do you think best represents in current era Yeah, and, Silver Fang. And I feel like that's a trick to get me to say Elbrecht, and I'm not gonna because I hate that guy. <laughs> but I'm talking real life, not Elbrecht. Like, playing a Silver Fang. Playing uh, a Silver game. Fang. Yeah. I think there's a few angles you could go with it. I mean, there's so many different options you look at the... The lodges and the houses and how they all do business differently. Mm-hmm. You, you've got a lot of ground to cover. A um, lot. You do, you have to read this thing from cover to cover to really play one. You know, you could do the I can't breathe poor people there guy. <laughs> I mean, that's, the, that's probably the easiest version of that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I, I think it's almost as bad as the why well, don't follow other people's rules main character man thing that makes me hate Elbrick so much. Like <laughs> I think that's main the, character syndrome. Yeah, I think that's equal and the cliche levels. <laughs> You know, I think it's, if I was, I it's think an absolute cliche. Yes. I think if I was going to run a Silver Fang, I would run someone from like a minor house who was trying to gain prominence for his house, or someone who was looking into maybe is there something we can do about these lost houses? Oh, I like that. So, yeah, to lean back into that past to go, you know, like um, early concepts for Reese, and I'm not telling you where his allegiance lies, but my my first thought was he would be a house that was like 
nothing. That no one gave a shit about. Right, and that's why he was overcompensating and be super shitty all the time. It's Uh, because you guys didn't know that. So he could throw his weight around to people who didn't know the inner workings of the Silver Fangs. Where he was a piece of shit to his own people. Hmm. Kind of makes sense now with that character. Right? It's all overcompensating. I mean, okay, so you go to the movies and stuff, like, just pick somebody that you would think would be Silver Fang, good representation of a Silver Fang. Oh, man, I don't know. That's a good question. Who is Hugh Grant? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you you were talking Game of Thrones to me earlier or something, Game of Thrones. That's true. Danny um, was, was, yeah, walking up that Targaryen. But that's that's more of, (laughs) I think I was making the joke along the lines of they're trying to keep their... Or bloodlines pure. Yeah, it was that was the inbred joke. Yeah. So and that's there's a reason that's I know, I'm just trying to look for good references, that's all. Something to reference. Well I mean you could you could find any um shit, you could go to Lord of the Rings and look oh, at Aragorn sure. yeah. as an example of a closer to an Albrecht boots on ground kind of silver fang mm-hmm. who's denying his heritage. I mean you can find examples of that all over the place. Yeah, it's true. That so, would actually be a good one. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so look at that. Still pulled it off. <laughs> so, how are we going to rate the Silver Fang tribe? Are we rating them now? It's the last one. I mean... I rate them 13. <laughs> I mean, out of 16. Because we, we did them last. Out of 16. I, I mean, not... Okay. <laughs> we did, like, some kind of rating on some of them, and most of them we didn't, but... Well, we didn't. When did this happen? I don't like, even again, remember this. I think Child of Gaia, we went, we recommend it or something. But that was like episode 11. That was our first <laughs> tribal. You're, you're calling back our first tribal. I don't know if there's a time to do it, I suppose. There's, there's a few that we recommended playing this character. Okay, how about the tribe book then? Do you recommend this tribe book? It's, you know, it's not a bad tribe book. It's, it's a little difficult to follow. But once you once you dive into it and you're face first, it's hard to get out. Is I like that... how they do this one as a story to Elbrick, though, teaching him. I like how they do this book, where they're teaching Elbrick in person their their history. Mm-hmm. I like how they do it. I get that. As someone who doesn't like the character, that made it a little harder for me. Pretend it's not Elbrick. Here it is, though. It, I know. I just don't like the character. Yeah, I, yeah. I do like the way the book was written, though. I, I could follow it pretty well. I had a harder time, but once I, like I said, once I got into it, it's like okay, I got this now. This is fine. Just it, it took. Which a little I bit always time liked how Albert came barrier. in and had his little spiel on it. Like at sure. the end of certain stuff, he would always like, "Oh no, what about this?" Yeah. Like, that's bullshit. Like, I call bullshit on this, which I kind of was happy about because I didn't expect to see any of that at all. Okay. No, no, we are silver fangs. This is the way it goes. For someone to call bullshit on their own selves, okay, I give a little bit more respect. But yeah, I, I agree with you. I was, He's not my favorite character in this game. But there's some good artwork in the books on him. There's some cool artwork in there, yeah. Him and, uh, I can't remember her name. Mari? Mari. Oh, you're talking about the fight. Yeah, that's such a good The infamous fight between uh, Mari and Albrecht Mm -hmm. that originated in the first edition book. Reused for second edition. Took a nap for revised. (laughs) Shouldn't have, because it's so good. (laughs) Oh, it's a good one in there, too, though. What I think it's the Windigo and the Soundstrider fighting an Exit Crawler. Okay, now that is a good one. Cool. I remember you showing me that one. Too. Yeah. And then um, they brought it back for 20 because it's just so iconic. They have that little story through the chapter showing that uh, previous meaning of Albright Net, which, which kind of is a shame because the comic in second edition is the follow up to that. So you start with second edition, right? And you're reading the comic oh, and so you're all it's excited. Out of order now. Right. 
You know, and then you're flipping through the book and then you see, oh, well, that's that previous encounter they alluded to. That's why they don't like each other. That makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. But then that comic is not in, it's not anywhere else. Mm. <laughs> so you can't tie it together if you're, you know, your first you taste of Werewolf is revised. Edition. Yeah. But. <sighs> Jesus. Recommend looking it up, though. Those are Definitely. good comics. Definitely. And if you know it's the Silver Fangs, if, if you like birds and you hate <laughs> poor people there, they're, they're definitely a tribe to, to go to. <laughs> hey, every one of them birds I want has my totem. They're pretty awesome sounding. <laughs> sure. Just birds. Just, just birds. Just the birds. It's the birds. It's all the birds. There's no birds. There's birds. <laughs> oh, we, we should, all right. we we should call this fun. episode birds. <laughs> just to throw people off. Oh, no. They won't listen to it. <laughs> yes, they the bird is the word. They're like, when the fuck are the silver fangs coming out? And then we can go, thanks for listening to the podcast. <laughs> we love doing that. <laughs> Too bad it's not April 1st. We're going to wait till April to do this April episode? I am not above it. <laughs> oh, of course not. Of course not. It's going to be edited for a year and just sitting and waiting. Just in the back pocket Birds. for a week off. <laughs> April. And, 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 and we'll forget next... about it. And then April 1st goes by, and Danny's looking through the list going, Where's, what, what is this bird? I'll tell you what, is next April 1st a Tuesday? Probably not. Don't, yeah, don't look it up. Because I'm not gonna. Because if it happens to be, we have to do it. Yeah. That's why I'm not looking it up. Because <laughs> this needs to air before our 100th episode. <laughs> oh, how embarrassing. Can't get through 13 tribes in 100 episodes. Come on. Jesus. <laughs> but right. we just did. Hey. We did it. We did it. Do you believe in miracles, folks? <laughs> nope. We we finally did it. Yes, we did. Tribal I'll believe it when this airs. The first... The first run of the tribal series. We'll give the children the guy look, they're due. And look for the second run in the future. Just yes. we, are, we are revisiting all the tribes. And leave yes, us alone child about the guy will be first. <laughs> that said, we are, yeah, we're going to cover the Lost Tribes. Yeah. We are going to cover the Spirals. We've been waiting because everyone knows we're doing it. We want to do it. We just had to finish this first. I am really interested to handle, to do the bunny I am too. And the Croton to a lesser extent, but the Bunny for sure. Mm-hmm. And I then, yeah, I don't think they get enough credit. That, that's it. That's why. You know, like the Howlers will be cool because the Howlers are cool. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll pivot from there to the Black Spirals. But the Howlers are just already cool and they get all the attention. Mm. I, th- I think the Bunny don't get enough attention. So I'm excited for that one. I agree. It's not next week. It's, it's going to be in a little <laughs> bit, but. <laughs> we'll get there. Don't worry. We will get there. This, we'll one, be- this one won't last, you know, 70 episodes. You know what? We promise. You will see. Don't do that. <laughs> you'll you'll hear you'll hear a Lost Tribe episode before Thunderdome two. Wow. Ooh, okay. Wow. Throwing a big old That's uh, a bold statement. Spoiler out. There, it's like thirty five weeks. <laughs> big old spoiler though. People people just heard there's going to be a Thunderdome two. That's episode one hundred. Yeah. Oh, we're doing it. Thunderdome two. You're, you had to put it on air. Now we have to fucking do it. You're not. But it's going to be me. I'm going in the cage, man. <laughs> You're right. It'll be a special surprise on who's. Yeah, we're not saying. Yeah, we're not saying. It's not getting said. Uh-uh. <laughs> he doesn't even know yet. No, he doesn't. <laughs> but he's yes. all for it. We already know. Oh, him. he's well, excited sure. already. <laughs> he's gonna hear it and go, "I know it's his blood flow just shifted." That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> he's got that sense. He'll hear it and be like, "I know it's me." Bring it on. <laughs> he's gonna start researching. No, this is gonna this is gonna air on Tuesday. It's gonna be, is it me? 
to me, right? <laughs> <laughs> if it's not, can it be? <laughs> nice. <laughs> but all right, everybody, that is our show. Wow, what a let's do it. Yeah, let's... What, what an ending. <laughs> yes. What a journey. It's been like a midnight train, I'll tell you what. So on behalf of everyone here at Scratch and Wolf Studios, <laughs> we want to say thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. Take care of each other. Keep on howling. Take care. We'll see you. Hey, everybody. My name is Chris. And first off, I want to thank you for listening all the way to the end of the episode. And I'm going to thank you on behalf of Porter. I'm here to talk to you today about The Hammer and the Stake, which is a new RPG that I have developed. I have a background in Savage Age. I'm the original developer for Savage Age. And if you've heard any of the episodes about the half Savage Age, you've probably heard my voice. Big, passionate fan of Werewolf the Apocalypse in the World of Darkness. And now The Hammer and the Stake is my opportunity to explore my original and wholly owned intellectual property. The Hammer and the Stake is a game about socialists in 1920s era Hungary fighting against a despotic and fascist vampiric government. And your job as the socialists is to bring it down. Game's core mechanic focuses on player cooperation and wagering to overcome obstacles. There is distinct design principle behind it in which every throw of the dice is supposed to involve every player at the table, whether physically or virtually. And I want you to understand that I've put a lot of time and effort into this game to make it feel exciting and original and from a place of passion. Myself, I have... 20 years of freelancing experience. I've written for White Wolf. I've written for other games like Delta Green, City of Mist, Hellas, and Tribe 8. And this is my opportunity to give you all my personal vision of what a role-playing game can be. So if you give me a shot, I'd appreciate it. It's up on Kickstarter right now. It's The Hammer and The Stake, S-T-A-K-E, not S-T-E-A-K. That is a completely different game. But yeah, if you would be willing to to give me a shot, I guarantee this is going to be an exciting exploration of the setting and the mechanics that I want to take and enact with you all together. So thank you very much, and I'll see you on Kickstarter.